This is Neon Radio, episode 110, 12 Things I Learned in 2016 with your host, Nick Onken. Welcome to Neon Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onken, fashion and lifestyle photographer for today's top brands, performers, and game changers. On this podcast, we explore the body, mind, and soul of the creative entrepreneur, bringing you inspiring guests to help take your creativity, business, and life to the next level. What is up, everyone? Welcome to uh, this week's episode of Neon Radio, episode 110. And this is the first episode of 2017. And what a year 2016 has been, hasn't it? Overall, a lot of amazing moments created, but definitely been put through the ringer as with a lot of people I've heard about and talked to. And it's just been quite a year, quite a doozy. I've learned different things than I did last year. You can check those out at neonradio.com slash EP74. Each year brings a whole new set of things to learn. One of the greatest things about this year that I'm most grateful for is my girlfriend, Stacey London, who's been a wonderful co-creator of Amazing Moments this year. And for the first time in a long time, I've found someone who I can enjoy all the moments with, even sitting in a hospital bed doing nothing. Life has its unexpected ups and downs, twists and turns, and this year has been exactly one of those. Stacy was in physical pain for the better half of the year, and we just wrapped it out with her having a major spine surgery and me getting hit by a taxi in Manhattan and broke my leg. No easy feat for all of us, and it was all literally at the same time. The good thing is we are both on the mend and ready to create a whole new 2017 and excited for that. So I wanted to kick off this year's podcast by talking about the things that I learned this past year to a acknowledge that I think acknowledging what you've learned in a year or throughout your life, throughout your year, throughout your moments is a, is a big thing to recognize within yourself because then you can take action on what you've learned and all these things that I learned last year I hope to implement this year as well as learn new things but we all come to learn new things in our own time and have these realizations and learn to make better decisions from that in life future forward. So here we go. I have 12 things and these are in no particular order. I just wrote them all down and wanted to share them with you guys, but I have 12 of them here. So the first of them is take care of yourself first. Self-care is so highly important. And if you're constantly draining your tank, it's hard to be there for others. It's hard to stay creative. It's hard to stay on the entrepreneur's journey. It takes a lot of time, energy, and focus to be able to build a business, build a career in art, help others, have relationships, and all these things. And if you're not taking care of yourself first, then you're going to run out of fumes. You're going to be running on empty, and you're not going to be able to service everyone else around you in the most highest capacity. 
If you don't take time to develop and fill your happiness buckets, you become depleted. And a good exercise for this is to write down a list of 20 things that when you do them, they make you happy and fill your cup. Could be small things, could be bigger things, but a lot of things that you could do on a daily basis. For me, it's things like meditation, working out, creating art, doing a morning gratitude practice, having my morning protein shakes, anything of that nature can be whatever you want, writing in your journal, whatever it is that fills you up. And if you can make sure that you're at least doing five of these things a day, you're on your way to filling your happiness buckets and you'll be more effective in life and with others. Treat yourself to a massage, do yoga, go for a run, play with your dog, whatever it is, it's different for everyone and fill thy cup. So take care of yourself first. Make sure that you are filling up so that you can help and better others along the way. Number two, keep creating for yourself, even in the downtimes. And when work is slow, see it as an opportunity to get all the new projects off the ground that you've wanted to, to work on your marketing and any other business things that you need to get done when you're actually on the jobs. And you can use this to practice your craft and practice whatever it is that you do. For me, my main craft is photography. So it's a great chance to go out and create those personal projects as well. Side hustle projects can keep you inspired and open up a whole new side of creativity that you may have never thought of. This year has brought a lot of downtime for me and it has also been amazing to develop my mural painting and work on the podcast here and some other side projects the the neon lifestyle brand that i've been creating hence the new name neon radio was a big part of that those side projects are now turning into revenue generating projects and the trick is really to create the discipline to keep working on them and develop them and create case studies. If you, in fact, you want to turn them into business opportunities and things like that. I always like to practice and practice and practice and experiment at home on my own before thinking about taking it to a business state. But, you know, as you get down the road and you develop the craft, you can create a case study around it to tell the story of what you're doing and help people understand that they can hire you for it. And that's a good way to start any craft. Number three, don't be a victim. The only thing you can change is yourself. The biggest thing I see that happen all the time is people blaming their problems on everyone and everything else. I feel myself slide into this space quite a few times, often myself, and it's happened a lot this year, and it can be a slippery slope. We must take responsibility for everything that happens in our life, even the bad stuff. We can't control what happens to us. The only thing we have the power to control and to change is ourselves, the way we react to things, the way we think, the decisions we make, and the actions that we take to create what we want in the world. Number four. Life is precious. Wear a helmet. Seeing as though I was just T-boned by a taxi in New York City on my bike and I broke my leg, I'm totally grateful I am okay because things could have been way worse. It was a huge reminder to me that life is precious and every moment counts. We could be gone in the next moment. Thank God I was wearing a helmet. 
This year has shown many, many passing icons, David Bowie, Prince, Carrie Fisher, George Michael, and just goes to show you that life is precious. Be grateful for every moment and create every moment. Be proactive and don't waste your life. You can always make more money, but you can't make more time. Number five, reinventing is harder than starting. What I'm realizing these days is that it is harder to reinvent and evolve on an upward swing after you've been successful for a few years. You have to push and hustle harder to become better at what you do. And when you've done a lot already, it's hard to find a space of what inspires you in the space of what you haven't done. At least that's how it's been for me. We must keep trying new creative projects, keep pushing through the plateaus and keep aspiring to a higher level of creativity and how much you can refine your craft and make it better and better and better. And that's what I hope to do this year in 2017. It's a a big goal for me to take my creative output to the next level. Number six, change your state. The state of mind is the most powerful tool that you have. We can produce different thoughts and actions depending on the state that we're in. I can tend to get in my head a lot about things, especially throughout this creative journey when it's up and it's down. And when it's down, a lot of times it's it's easy to get depressed or get in cycles of negative thought. And The idea is to change states, is to get yourself out of that dark, negative state into an inspired, more positive state. If we can consciously work on changing our mental state to get to this inspired state, we can move throughout our day creating instead of reacting. A few tools I use to change my state are gratitude practice, as I talked about a little bit before. Even though it sounds cliche, when you can take control of your mind to being grateful, even for your own heartbeat or breath, it changes your mental state. It gets you in a more grounded space Getting hit by a car will also bring that to life, but I definitely don't recommend that one. (laughs) I also listen to podcasts that inspire me in the space that I want to create in. I love to listen to Tim Ferriss's podcast and Lewis Howes and a few others. And when I listen to them as I work out or whatever it is in the morning, my mind goes into an inspired state of wanting to create what I'm similar things that I'm listening to. Also, meditation is a great way to clean out the clutter and enter into a clear space and a rejuvenated space of mind. So change your state and find different things that you can do. Binaural Beats is another good way to do that. An app on the phone that is frequencies to uh, listen to that kind of tune your mind to go to that frequency. Number seven, be proactive in everything. Create your moments. That's what creating your moments is all about, is taking a proactive approach to life. And so many things come your way. So many negative things can come your way. And we always have to choose in that moment to be proactive and not reactive. And it's not always easy. I'm not saying it isn't. But I think that's a big part of why I created that mantra of create your moments is in those times that it's hard that saying that to myself 
actually pushes me over the edge to go and be proactive and to create that moment. Things don't just fall into your lap. You have to go after them proactively. That even starts with your thoughts, the thoughts of being in flow with the universe and creating the ripples in your world. The more you rock the boat and create ripples in your ocean, the more opportunities will come back and find you. Create your art and develop yourself. The only difference between successful and unsuccessful people is that they just do it, in the words of Nike. They do, they fail, they succeed, and they keep growing, but they produce, they ship, they get things done. And that's how you climb through your creative journey and get to the top. Number eight, let that shit go. I actually did a podcast on this a little while back as well. If you want to check that out, the full episode is at neonradio.com slash EP102. And I've thought about this idea a lot this year, especially being in a new relationship or a relationship in general, as they bring up things to the surface. Mark Ronson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, really explores this idea of prioritizing the things in your life to actually give a fuck about and letting go of the things that don't really matter. What's important to you? What do you care about? What's not important to you? What things can you let go of when they come up? The idea is to decide what is worth holding on to and eating at you inside and what is worth just letting go. Basically, pick and choose your battles. And obviously, if you have beef with somebody, if you have resentment or anything like that, definitely clear it up with them. That is, I think the point here is pick and choose what you choose to let go and what you choose to carry on and fight for. Carrying resentment is only going to cause you anxiety and anger and eat at you inside. So decide to let it go or resolve it, clear it. Number nine, make lemonade. When life deals you lemons, make lemonade. I am sure you've probably heard that before, but if it's one thing that this year has taught us is just that. Maybe it's because Beyonce came out with an album called Lemonade, or maybe it's just because we've had a crazy year. I truly believe that there is a reason for everything, and we just have to find it. Even if it's a hard lesson to be learned, sometimes it's better to learn the lesson cut your losses and move on. With every situation and circumstance, we must find the silver lining in everything that happens, even in the most difficult times. Getting hit by a car and breaking my leg a week before Stacy went into spine surgery called for some lemonade to be made for sure. Sometimes it can even be a space to get inspired to create new art, even in the heartache and the, the hard times. Number 10, have empathy. If it's one thing I learned this year is to have empathy for other people. I've never really naturally been an empath, but this year has taught me to be more of one. Having had a girlfriend who's had chronic pain for the better half of the year, it really hits close to home, and I can't even imagine how it feels to be in pain like that all the time. And she is such a trooper, and she's been so strong. I couldn't even imagine how it feels, but being so close, I can actually feel it. I take it on and having empathy connects you more with other people. It helps you to put yourself in their shoes. I think it's always something to practice is putting yourself in other people's shoes so you can see where they're coming from. 
very much easier said than done, but something worth being aware of and self-aware of. Number 11, appreciation over expectation. So many times our expectations that we create in our own head get us into trouble. When we create expectations in our head for other people and they don't live up to them, it lets us down when we were the ones that created those expectations in the first place. Have you ever done that? I know I do it all the time and it takes a lot of self-awareness to realize that I am the one creating them in my head. So hold people to the highest standards, but have appreciation over expectation. You won't be disappointed every time. Disappointment only leads down to your own unhappiness. But also it's another reminder to communicate your expectations to other people properly and clearly. Number 12, show your appreciation. This is one that I learned from Stacy big time this year. I did a podcast recently on this subject and ideas on how to show your appreciation. So you can check out that full episode, but it's a big one for me this year. Showing your appreciation is huge and something that I've neglected quite a bit. She's inspired me to do it more. And when people help you with anything, let you crash at their house, give you things, give you advice, give you their time, anything, don't take it for granted. Show them your appreciation and how much it means to you. If you want to listen to the podcast, it is neonradio.com slash EP107. So there you have it, guys. I realize I just probably botched up all the numbering of these, but it doesn't really matter. They're not to be in any specific order, but just 12 things that I learned this year. 12 of the main things. I learned many, many more lessons, but these are the ones that stuck out to me the most. I'd love to hear what you guys have learned this last year and what you're going to improve for this year, 2017. Also, be sure and go to the website, Neon Radio, N-I-O-N radio.com and sign up for the newsletter so that we can send you my free PDF of seven secrets I've learned from hanging out and photographing influencers and celebrities. So there you go, guys. I'm excited to bring some new amazing guests on this year to help take your creativity, business, and life to the next level. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a share on the social medias. You can share the link neonradio.com slash EP110. That's neonradio.com slash EP110. And I'd love to see where you're listening to the episode. So tag me on Instagram at Nick Onkin, hashtag neon radio and with that it's time to go out and create your life by creating every small moment and we'll see you next time 